0: The Protect Your Neck Podcast, top five most memorable tattoos in MMA with special guest John Lee. Let's have some fun, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Hot air hangs like a dead man from a white oak tree. People sitting on porches, thinking how things used to be. Dark night. It's a, dark night. Dark night.
0: It's a dark night. What is up, you savages? This is the Protect Your Neck Podcast, and I am your host, Dan Tom, analyst and writer for Flowcombat.com, here with another top five episodes, and for my guest. That's right, we're doing top 5 bad tattoos and my guest today, that's right, John Lee at John's Crazy Life is joining me today. Say what's up, John. Hey, what's going on, guys? That's right. John sounds probably crystal clear right now cuz we're we're in the same place. We're we're both uh, residents here in Las Vegas. Um if you don't know if you don't know John, um uh, and you follow me. I recently retweeted just a piece of John's work. He does a lot of it. Uh, has his own YouTube channel, which uh, I'll let you plug here in a second. But uh, he he does uh, how I watch fight series amongst many other series, which I'll let him talk and plug on a second. And John was uh, kind enough to actually invite me and uh, invite you know and and pick my brain on how I watch fights. So I'll probably repost that. Actually, give that another. Give that some love. But um, definitely go check out his stuff. John, wh- where is your uh, YouTube uh, ch- ch- uh, site address? Where they they so find you?
1: The easiest way to find it is just okay. to go to YouTube and look for the 3026 breakdown because they have not responded to my request for a personalized channel title yet. So that's fun. Um, so it's just a bunch of gibberish, like YouTube slash a bunch of gibberish. But if you just Google the 3026 breakdown, um, especially like How I Watch Fight Series, you'll find all of those. Dan's is one of our top rated ones. So I think it's number six maybe. Um, something like that. Uh, but, yeah, that's a really great episode. And there's a bunch of, like, where I talk to gamblers oh, and yeah. journalists and stuff like that. So there's a lot of cool stuff. If you're interested in gambling on fights and you want to know how, like, really good gamblers uh, watch fights, then it's a great series to watch for sure. Awesome, man.
0: Well, uh, again, I appreciate, um, I appreciate everybody kind of out there doing their grind and finding their passion. But we need more creative and intelligent people out there producing content. Um, and sometimes the most independent content is where you can find the, the best of it. And that's definitely something you guys should be putting on your list of things to check out. Um, so before now that we have the pleasantries out of the way, let's give a little quick disclaimer. We, we, we have been drinking today. Correct. We are, we are drinking some uh, – one of my favorite uh, breweries from uh, good old San Fran 21st Amendment Brewing Company. It's summer, so they have their uh, Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer. Um, you know me. I'm usually an unabashed IPA guy, but – Me and my man, John Lee, are meeting on the same level
1: here, and this is one of my favorite wheat beers I introduced him to, and do you like it? It's really good, man. It's really, really tasty, and they have really, really cool cover art, which I appreciate. Absolutely. They they caught my attention. Uh, It was a... Uh, I totally do that too. I judge beers and alcohols too, by their yeah. covers. Well, it makes
0: sense. I I stumbled onto this beer what I call Hipster Central. I mm-hmm. used to live like in Bushwick right yeah, outside of Williamsburg, is, like the spawning and, yes, grounds yes, yes. in Brooklyn, New York. And and there's this one really awesome chicken and waffles joint and like this barbecue joint and they had all these different versions of like chicken and waffles and barbecue and one of the beers they would always have like just picnic barbecue ready to go um was this Heller high watermelon beer so shout out to 21st amendment brewery who's not paying us but hey maybe someday hey send us some free beer <laughs> there we go we'll drink it not too proud to beg yeah they have they have uh, good stuff too if you, if you see it in your local grocery store check it out um enough plugging beer though we are here to talk uh, uh top five uh most memorable tattoos i might have said bad tattoos because it was kind of the original you know Alcohol. kind of yeah re- re- revealing revealing the hand here <laughs> revealing the hand a little bit here um but you know there is a lot of top 5 bad best and all that stuff and With everything happening, by the way, that Mark—not the timestamp, the episode—but that Mark Hunt tattoo release that happened the day we're recording this, just for y'all to know, coincidence. Coincidence. But but hey, why not? We're gonna go with it, and we we should
1: sue him though, because that would be the Mark Hunt move. He would appreciate our like gangsterness if we just like sued him for like intellectual property of intellectual property that hadn't happened yet. Right now, I'm gonna say that we don't care, and that we're gonna do a better episode than his list. And then if you don't (laughs) like it as much, we're gonna sue him and say that it's his fault for cheating. He was on steroids. Can
0: you imagine? Can you imagine the grounds? Well, well, clearly Mark Hunt took so. His many His ghostwriter was on Adderall. He if you like <laughs> his,
1: if you like his episode better, then yeah. his ghostwriter was Jesus. on Adderall. I'm throwing that out there right now. Well, clearly, performance-enhancing yeah. drugs. Our
0: 925 followers, the Protect Your Neck podcast. He clearly, you know, hurt us where it counts. You know, because we're, we're clearly speaking to a giant audience here. Exactly. So, yeah. No. No. But in all seriousness, no. We, we changed it to most memorable tattoo, so we can kind of uh, encompass everything, kind of broaden the list. And judging by the listeners' list, which we'll get. To an uh, submission transition segment, um, it's a it's a pretty broad list, man. So I think we're gonna have everything covered by the time we get done here, and we'll probably uh, we'll probably have uh, you know dug ourselves some old, old holes and pissed some, you know piss some people off. But again, but, uh, part of the formalities. Let me first say before we get in other people's tattoos, both me and John are, are covered with our fair share of yeah. tattoos. I haven't I haven't I, I don't I don't you know I yeah. only can see his arms. Uh, uh, and, and he only can see mine, but we both have some sleeve work done. And, and I'll let you get to yours and then say what you want. But first, let me just shit on myself, okay? Let me get it out of the way. I. Have some terrible tattoos So if I make fun of Anybody on the list Just know This is coming from a guy With AFI lyrics tattooed on him With wow. Shakespeare lyrics tattooed I on him Davey, uh, AFI, too, Davey I
1: love AFI though Davey was awesome no, Yeah no, He really was Cheers I dated a girl Who was engaged to him actually Oh wow like. Yeah she was a stripper from Miami But yeah I heard he liked story. himself I he heard loved Davey loved strippers. himself From strippers he the Like Her name was my- Christiana Shout out to Christiana For as many gay or bi rumors I heard as many stripper rumors But I uh, heard that was true too though She told me that was true yeah, also I heard that and not allegedly, I don't know, hearsay, whatever. Whatever we legally have to say to say that I don't know if he's gay or bi, though I dated a girl who said he was, but maybe yeah. she's just mad that he dumped her. Who knows?
0: Well, he is a Freddie Mercury <laughs> fan, but then again, I'm a Freddie Mercury fan, and I'm straight, But so maybe that's a bad example. But I'm yeah. just saying, Davey Havoc's made some good music, so don't judge yeah. him by and our, our banter back, back and forth. Yeah, back in the day, man. I suggest Did you, you ever something?
1: go on those snowboard tours, like, back in the day that they used to perform on? If you were, like, no, if you grew up, like, I'm 32, yeah, so I years, was... Yeah. Yeah, so around like ninety eight, ninety nine, there used to be what was called Buzzes like snowboard tours in the Southern California area, and for like two hundred and sixty nine dollars, they take you like high school students up to Mount Ta- like Lake Tahoe, not Lake Tahoe, um, Big Bear. And you'd get, like, two days of snowboarding for, like, winter break. And AFI performed at, like, two of them. That's Which great. was awesome. And I went to one of them. And between puking on Sunny D and Pop-Pop, I watched them. And it was good. <laughs> oh, you
0: got to see Prime, too. I mean, that's, like, my favorite. Black was, like, Sales. Yeah. Black like, Sales and the Sunset. Yep. Um, and then Art of Drowning, although it was more melodramatic, that, that's my favorite album for, for many reasons. But definitely the People's Champion album is, yeah, is Black absolutely. Sales. If you like yourself some fast, fast punk, hardcore. And when a good old Dan Tom broke away from the karate scene... Um, I got into music and uh, I, was, I was heavily medicated by doctors and a b- bad move and got into the whole melodrama, yeah. punk rock, metal, yeah. all that stuff. Had my own band. Got to tour around the West Coast, which was fun. But I also collected some some embarrassing tattoos. I think I even, I even have some French tattooed on me and oh, wow. I failed Bilingo. French. Yeah, I, I took two years of French and it's embarrassing. It okay, so let's throw so. a
1: shout out here to Joey Beltran who has the misspelled um, nobody your, – Your you don't know who your fool is with the wrong spelling of the your it's it's on his body it's y-o-u apostrophe r-e it should be y-o-u-r yes yes so I shout to joey beltron
0: I, I have the opposite too i have a picture that maybe i'll post in my twitter my old, speaking of bushwick like yeah. bushwick by the way it Is, like if yeah. even, even though i'm brown yeah um and there's a lot of puerto rican base there if i were living in bushwick maybe 10 years before i actually lived there which was in 2013 um, or even just in, in the 90s, I would have been uh, killed. Yes. Uh,
1: I lived above Pushed a reggaeton. Like yeah. of yeah. the Ghetto Boys. Yeah, yes, I, I lived correct. right above a
0: reggaeton club, so edit, 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 was how I went to sleep every night, and if I walked just two blocks, there was just this district of just like, just such poor housing, and there was this uh, graffiti, it was actually pretty well done, it was, that, that's what made it so great, is the fact that it was well done, but yeah. It, it was gra- gra- uh, grammatically incorrect. In the, yeah. same, in the same instance where it said "you're in my hood now," but you can guess the you that yeah. they used. Yep. It was it was not the correct not the right one. one. And I have yeah. a picture of that, and it's just great. It's just so classic. Someone put all this work into like the perfect place for the yeah. perfect message, and you're just like, and you're just like, yeah. come yeah. on, man.
1: No, it
0: happens.
1: <laughs> it happens. It'll get you. But uh,
0: I'll let you. Uh, you you actually myself? you have some good work. But, um, though, I
1: think I, I think know. most of my work has been done by this okay. guy, Big Boy, at Black Diamond in Venice Beach, and his are all really dope. But my first tattoo from 2007 was done at Hart and Huntington in uh, Honolulu. Oh, wow. And okay. it was done by a guy who was on some sort of drugs. Because I, w- I went in there at, like, midnight. Like, I was I was out there for, like, Christmas with, like, myself and, like, just kind of hanging right. out. And I went diving with sharks. And I was like, I'm going to get a shark tattoo. So I went out and did it. And the dude was, like, showing me his cartoon art. And he did it with a 12-gauge needle, which I don't know if you guys know about tattoos. But it's oh, a yeah. very big needle. That is. Um, mm-hmm. And you can see the lines are very, very thick. Yeah. But no one ever knows what it is. Um... So, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's definitely not great. And then um, he did the kanji, so I had to, like, make sure that I I checked all that first to make sure I didn't have uh, any, you know, stupid American or, like, dumbass. But, yeah, he took, like... Four hours to do it, and like I have a pretty good koi fish on the inside of my arm that was done in an hour. Oh, and a it's half. really great. Yeah, 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 it was good. Yeah. So that was a bad experience, but somehow I like fought through. I think it took me like another two years to get a tattoo after that. Um, but yeah, that's that's my only one that I kind of don't really like. All the rest of them, all the ones the big boy did are really dope. Um, so I can't hate. I got one done by a dude in Breckenridge, and he actually did a good job because it's been about nine years and it hasn't collapsed because he put white in the middle. Basic, it just says, this too shall pass. But yeah, <laughs> the shark is bad, man. The shark is bad. Like, and, and for like two years, I just had the shark. So like the shark by itself, like now it's blended and it doesn't look as yeah, bad. Yeah, but yeah. for like two years, I just had the shark by itself and...
0: No bueno. Well, I can tell yeah. it's a shark, but you're right. It is blended. Yep. But uh, you're also right. I think next to the two killer koi fish. It looks, really, about, it looks a put, lot better. It's like something like, yeah, it's one of those things where you, you or even two, it's like it, you can be a little harsher on something
1: depending mm-hmm. on what it what it's next to. Kind of like, you know, the ugly girl with the with the hot girl parent Oh, and, right? and here's that's the other thing too, is, thing. is that we have a friend who was a Navy SEAL who got like three sharks like six months before, kind of like Mark Hunt put out his thing. Like I was planning on doing this and then he did it. And so then everyone thought that I like copied Clark too. So oh, that was fun. Oh, nice. I, that's always a good yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah,
0: I, no, I mean, I, I probably I'm glad you get credit to your tattoo artist, which I'm gonna do f- for me in a second because I probably sound like I have the worst tattoos in the world. No, you a pretty good tattoo? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the thing. Like, is like, what I can see. This like, is an audio that. thing, but yeah. uh, I actually, you know, I, I made sure I did my research. <laughs> this is done by uh, Tony Otto here, and at the time, I mean, he's probably been tattooing for over twenty or you know close to 30 years now but at the time he was 15 plus years yeah. and he's a dude he's got typical like metal dude slayer from yeah. the 80s he has the dinosaur kind of looking teeth all over his yeah. face like tattooed head to toe but he was a really he's a really smart guy he's a, a He's uh, been in MMA and jiu-jitsu for mm-hmm. a long time, Trained into Vinny Magalé. has rolled with BJ Penn. Shinny Vinny. And he's like – but he's also like a really smart dude. He went to school and like studied dermatology, studied skin, yeah. like studied everything around it plus the artistry of tattoo. So like I made sure I did my research and, and me and that guy obviously through the jiu-jitsu and stuff and martial arts got along. Yep. But uh, he did great work. Iron Horse tattoo, uh, great shot by the way. And uh, you know, especially me, I'm a darker gentleman. And if you look, like the blues and the colors. Yeah, your colors are, are really good. It's really Absolutely. insane. Like, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. usually I, I thought it was kind of out of reach because I like color, yeah. but I'm like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. not a white guy. I can't have color. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, we can do it, man. And I saw him do because uh, he did some koi fish and yeah. more kind of a mine's kind of a Japanese with a water smoke instead of mm-hmm. the, the water. It, what my buddy had do, he had more of a like your yeah. lines of the water koi fish. Yep. And he did that and it was popping. So I was like, yeah, let's do it, yeah. man. And he did some cool stuff. Like, you threw some, like, uh, some skulls in the mist there, but then there's, like, a lot of flowers and cherry yeah, blossoms. Yeah, no, same thing. Or, yeah, he you know. did, like,
1: the flowers on the underarm. And, and yeah, like, I have a, it, I have the koi turning into the dragon, which is, like, in the traditional, like, oh, that's beautiful. Uh, Japanese like mythology. Yeah. yeah, so it's, like... Uh, yeah. yeah, I but mean, yeah.
0: So, so, so I mean, we're not. I'm not sh- in other words, we're not, you know, shitting on ourselves. too are. It's, it's good work. and yeah. I, I put th- uh, you know time into it, but uh, you know, but we're I, not I above. Yeah. we're
1: not. We're not above anyone's bad tattoos. And to continue, fighters make bad decisions, as evidenced by War Machine's entire life. So
0: yeah, there was a. By the way, there was a tattoo, and but uh, that. See, yeah, I felt that was one kind of inappropriate slash touchy subject, and two, it
1: wasn't War Machine's tattoo that I was almost going to put on this list. The like room. property of War Machine. Yeah. Was say, to like, I was gonna say, like, I was about to talk about that. Like, that was the moment I knew that that relationship was doomed when he tattooed. Because oh. I, I was in San Diego training at uh, his gym with really? Henry, with Henry, um, uh, the dude who failed the like test. He's a, he's a really nice dude. He's in Bellator. Henry, I'm kind of buzzed right now. He's a Bellator fighter. He's super jacked. He's like Asian. He um he's a he's a really nice dude. I should he's know a, this. He's by a the decent way. trainer. <laughs> Henry, oh, what the fuck is his name? I have it on my phone, whatever. Uh, But I was training with him, and War Machine was their head MMA coach before him. And uh, War Machine had just started the Christy Mack thing when I got to that gym. And that gym was a little, like, weird. Um, And then the whole thing went down, like, maybe two months after I had been there. And look, man, don't date fighters. That's basically, like, the overall thing. Like, not – like, I don't want to get into the Christy Mack thing because I feel like I sound like I'm victim-blaming. But if you look at the history of their social media, like, there are some inconsistencies in that story. Um, Not to, like, uh, justify anything that War Machine did, but that is a very complicated situation. So I think that um, it's just that's just, that's just should be your warning to not date fighters or porn stars. There we go.
0: See, Protect Your Neck podcast, we break down high level MMA we bring you and gaming. why you
1: should not date high
0: level MMA yeah. fighters. Wow, that's an awful stereotype. But uh, yeah, in other words, yeah, that's, that's why she's, <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to t- put that on my list because, again, that's it's yeah. not, you can't really attach, a, you can't attach comedy, much less intelligent take without running into muddy waters because that's just such an ugly situation. Because you start
1: getting into like abusive relationships and like, an okay, she tattooed property right. of War Machine on Oof. herself and then he treated her like she was property, like Oof. chicken or the Gag. Right. It was ugly. ugly. It was right. a bad it's, scene. Well, Let's we're, move not on. Gonna have, yeah, we're not gonna <laughs> have any,
0: we're not gonna have any ugly stuff <laughs> exactly. like that on our list. Yeah. Um, um but but uh, we do encourage you that when we do make fun of the bad stuff to laugh with us because it's not don't take us too seriously here.
1: Because One, honestly last that, point on Christy Mack, she okay. totally has a physical type because she's now dating a dude who dances in Shippendale's out here that I actually am Facebook friends with because we went to high school together. Is she going uh, after your friends here, John? Uh, I mean I don't I don't know I don't <laughs> know him very well, but he's like super ripped. Like she like like Christy Mack, if you don't have an eight pack you can't take Christy Mac that's wow. basically that's basically what I'm saying well, I guess we'll just leave it at uh, War she's Machine. She's super hot. War, though, War Machine, yeah, yeah, she's a beautiful girl. Doesn't she deserve does. that. Uh, no, you, nobody her, deserves her that. Her
0: poor judgment aside, she nobody doesn't deserve that. that. And War Machine's you know? an animal. So
1: I think. And also, War I Machine. I think both like, those things are clear. War, now. War now. Machine was kicked out of porn because he went to a porn party and fought like nine dudes that. at a party. Yeah. I know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm friends with like several like porn actresses, porn stars, whatever. And like, they were all like, dude, everyone wanted to make that work. And he like went to this party and like literally like was just like starting fights with dudes because they like. Yeah, he's just a nutcase, man. Like, that dude. Is just uh, he's a bad dog. What I call bad dog theory. Like some people, they just never learned like boundaries at an early age, and they like were bad dogs and should have been. Yeah. Speaking of
0: which, no grenade tattoos. Him nor uh, any other. Junie Browning
1: or Junie Browning on the hand. Yeah, both
0: both tough alum troublemakers there with the the grenades. Yeah. Which by another weird correlation too. He's got a grenade tattoo? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Chris Lieben's still not done yet, so let's hope he he can exit. uh...
1: So I have a Chris Lieben. I I used to do one-on-ones with Chris Lieben in Alliance as well. Chris Lieben once came to a one-on-one of mine and at like 11 in the morning told me he was super drunk and that he had just had like four beers for breakfast. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I just remember, what is it, Nick, Nick Swartzen?
0: Uh, on yep. Joe, the Joe Rogan podcast And he's like Yeah I went to Dave and Buster's With Chris Lee And he's like Dude you give that guy alcohol He turns into a werewolf And I just The visual in my head Was great But yeah none of that Is on my list Maybe it's on yours Let's no. not let's not tip our hand Too much no, let's, no. let's get into the list Shall we Okay we, so, we, so before we, we
1: get, get Into the list answer. I want to lay out What I call my My tattoo my okay, yeah, vision yeah, 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 This exactly. is something this That me out. and this my business partner Ron have okay. been talking about For probably like since 2009. So, I'm going to go a little all over the map with combat sports, but I have basically like I've broken all combat sports tattoos down into four divisions. First, we have what I like to call the Miguel Cotto division. These are good tattoos. Miguel Cotto has sick tattoos. Not to be in I know we're in boxing versus MMA, but right. Miguel Cotto has like some of the best sleeves you'll ever see. Like, yeah, Miguel yeah, sleeves shots, are yeah, sick. Yeah. Like they're really really good tattoos. So, Miguel Cotto, you have good tattoos. Then, we move down into the, like, okay tattoo division. Not bad, not good. I like to call this the Tiago Silva division. Tiago Silva, his sleeves are okay. His sleeves are good. But then you go to his back, and they're not great, but they're not terrible. (laughs) You know, but they're passable. You're not going to go, that guy has bad tattoos, but you're not going to go, okay, that guy has great tattoos. Tiago Silva division. Then... We move to what I call the definitive bad division or the Brandon Vera division. Why the Brandon Vera division? Because Alan Belcher only has one bad tattoo. Brandon Vera has, like, seven bad tattoos. Brandon Vera is committed to bad tattoos in a way that very few people are committed to anything. (laughs) Like, Brandon Vera has those, like, weird Wiccan symbols on his back, like... It's just awful. Like, Brandon Vera has bad tattoos. Brandon
0: Vera is also a listener to this podcast, by
1: the way. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, Brandon Vera is also a crazy person. I, I used to follow him on Facebook. And, like, Brandon Vera, like, produced what I think is the craziest MMA moment that, like, tells you fighters are different. When, like, while his face was still destroyed by John Jones' elbows, he, like, sat on some Skype interview and was like, You got me this time, John Jones, but next time! And I was like, bro... Like, like, I wanted to be like, oh, honey, like, no, (laughs) no, like, no, like, why do you know? So he's the third tier. He's the third tier. That's the worst. And then we have like a little offshoot tier, which I like to call the GSP division, which is dudes who look like they shouldn't have tattoos who for some reason have one or two tattoos like GSP. GSP is like super clean cut. But he has the kanji, and he has the Florida de lis Like, why do you have tattoos, GSP? Like, what's going on? Right. John Fitch, another dude, he has, like, one tattoo. Why do you have the one tattoo? Michael Bisbing! Michael Bisbing didn't even have those tattoos till a couple years ago. Michael Bisbing, like, got those tattoos fairly recently. Before, he was, like, one of the few MMA fighters who don't have tattoos. That's a fun game. If you want to like look for the tattoo list versus tattoo list matchups. The only one I could think of off the top of my head was Uriah Faber versus Michael McDonald. That was the only one I could think of when I was uh, trying to come up with this because Bisbing ruined it by getting those stupid tattoos. You used to be able to count uh, on nah, Bisbing screw. Chael was a tattoo list matchup, wow, but now, is, yeah, that is true. Now it's not. Yeah. Well, so. He's not
0: he's not doing I mean I think Randy Couture owns for latest in the game tattoo. Yes. Latest in the game a lot of things. i will do respect. Basically but every but day, he owns that right? too. All due, yes. Again, all will do yes. respect. He's the fucker.
1: Well, Randy Couture went through that like like um, midlife crisis, where like he broke up with his wife and like got the tattoo and started like he came home, he finally like shaved the horseshoe and like decided he was going to be the sexy bald guy, and you know he kind of hey he's he's killing the game right now. I hope I'm killing the game when I'm that age. But hey, uh, where would this tattoo fit in? Okay, okay. This one
0: is uh, uh, before we get jump into the list because it's not going to be anybody on, on our on right rationalist, right. list. But this is kind of a funny anecdotal story okay. that I think everybody will appreciate. Um, Joey Varner, who I know people listening to this will know who that is. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's a matchmaker, he's a producer for ultimate fighter, but for the, back in the day, Joey Varner was one of the original coaches, extreme couture, training partner to, you know, Randy Couture, Forrest Griffin, all these guys, uh, striking coach. I totally just thought you were talking about Jamie Varner. Oh, Jamie. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Joey, like, no, Joey Varner. Joey Varner. I don't know this Joey Varner, Varner. And, uh, and, uh, I, I believe this was one of the sparring practices that Joey was running in extreme couture back when we had the boxing ring still. Okay. And when extreme couture is only one warehouse, not two. Gotcha. Um, and we we're doing a just a, I think just probably just like you know kickboxing kick or thai boxing practice and and doing some sparring where one man in one man out and uh, there was this red-headed gentleman with some tie shorts. And I, I didn't see him after this, but he was kind of a regular facet at the gym about this time. This was probably about six, seven years ago. And, you know, the tie shorts are a little high, and this kid's a redhead. And the reason why I, I, I bring up the ginger note, because that has a perfect note, because at the end of the sparring session, he sits in the corner of the ring, and his butt's down, and his, his knees are kind of up, and the shorts kind of ride down. You see a little bit of the inner thigh, and I'm yeah. trying to get sexual, but I have to paint the picture right, here. I get it. And I see a red... It almost looks like – I didn't even think it was a penis head at first mm-hmm. but because it, it just looks so poorly drawn yep. on there. But I'm like, oh, my god. It looks like someone took a red crayon and drew a, a, a penis. And I wanted to say something, but then me being a nice guy, I don't want to make this awkward. Right. We might have to go another round. Right. This guy could kick – you know. Yeah, yeah, I did pretty well against them, yeah. but I don't need – yeah. You don't dude, want to add uh, motivation. I want to, I'm, uh, toward the tail end of rounds here. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, Joey steps and goes – Hey, bro, is that a dick Is that a dick drawn on your thigh? And he goes, and the guy just kind of goes, I don't want to say he turns red because he was, you know, already a freckled ginger gentleman, head-headed. but I uh, was like, he was a little embarrassed. He's like, yeah, man, I, was, I, was, yeah, I, was, I don't know if he said he was, I was young or this yeah. or that, but he pulls it up and sure enough, it's a dick in red outline. There's no filling or shading. Wow. I mean, there was no 12 yeah. needle pulled out no. for this. This was, you know, a, I was drunk. This is right. funny kind of moment probably in someone's yeah. living room. And uh, yeah, and the fact that he used red was almost just like, dude, I mean, you, the red Redhead you must news. have grown up with. On the what, news. what are you trying yeah. to do to yourself, yep. brother? Fire crotch? Yep.
1: Serious. And
0: uh, yeah. so he'd be the dude with the Muay Thai
1: shirts with the dick hanging out of Oof. his pants. So bad. That's- okay, so I have two bad real life tattoo stories, one of whom involves a pseudo celebrity. I used to live in Hollywood and I lived in the same building as Steve O. And Steve O got bitches, bro. Like, Steve O used to be in the elevator with, like, the hottest girls i would ever seen, right? Like, all the time. And then one day I come home and I get in the elevator with Steve O and he's with this, like, smoking hot, like, brunette like like very enhanced woman and he's drunk and he goes hey man check it out, I just got a new tattoo. And he, like, pulls the bandage off, and he goes, it's me fucking an ostrich. And it was, in fact, a tattoo of him fucking an ostrich on his shoulder. I'm, I, I'm acting like we have video here and pulling up my later, but on his left shoulder, it was a tattoo of him fucking an ostrich. And then he threw up. Um, wow. So that was my Steve-O story. And then the second one was, when I used to live in New York City, I briefly dated as probably being more euphemistic than I need to be, uh, a suicide girl, and she had a tattoo of a rat running away from her vagina on her thigh.
0: Oh my god. Uh, and that's that was weird.
1: that was uh that was uh pretty much a winner. Like I, I literally like burst out laughing the first time like I took her clothes off. I was like Wait, is that like a rat escaping your vagina? And she was like, Yeah it's funny, right? I was like morbidly maybe I mean I, I'm I'm going to say yes because I don't I still want to get laid Yeah, green like, means go <laughs> Yeah.
0: No. oh my goodness so there you go terrible to say sorry about that yeah
1: exactly <laughs> oh no. my goodness luckily wow. I, I was like I was like I need to schedule an, an HIV test immediately exactly. after this thank you right? okay good I'm glad you're still with us sir after
0: <laughs> that but on that note nah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and kick us off on the first one and then I'm going to let you kick us off with cool. the rest sounds, sounds good so the pressure's on so, okay. so I'll just kind of get, get the momentum rolling right. with uh, number five because speaking of crayon was just a good note this is kind of more of a hipster out of the out of the, out of the mill choice that I don't think is going to be be touched on here, and and also because yes, crayon tattoos speak loudly to me, or the theme of crayon, as in it looks like you gave a four year old artistic rights to designing yeah. your tattoo. I should say when I when I when I when I'm when i emphasizing the word right. crayon. So uh, even though my number four probably could match that too, which I'll get to in a second, and it probably takes the cake. But number five, I gotta give some love to the dark horse of Daniel Lanchuk.
1: Oh yeah, That's who a bad has tattoo. Yeah, yes. and
0: it's the it's a, it's a, there's yep. a whole cage on mm-hmm. the right side of his. You know, I get the cage thing, no, I know exactly cage what you know, fighting. Yep. And maybe he likes bears. I get that. Right. But just to bring the point, in case he's you didn't know, man. he likes bears right. and cage fighting. He has he the might foreground be a hairy, of a cage. You never yeah, know.
1: yeah. And there's a. I mean, it could be a, he that, might be a bear. Ooh, maybe he's a bear, like a twink and a bear. You, Boy, you never that's know. A, that's a power top move. That's a power top. Because because this because he's generating a lot of force. Because
0: yes, because this tattoo is powerful. I mean, it's a bear going with his yeah. arms up but he's got MMA gloves on yeah. and there's a cage in behind bo- like it's very obvious like yeah. it's very like we we get it we get it we get it no,
1: that's and a strong um, choice.
0: so it just always stood out to me it's always weird it's a bad tattoo and if Daniel Omi- it's Lancho- one of those
1: like head scratching tattoos yeah. like what
0: and if he's not already head scratching fighter, <laughs> right. where you're like oh this guy oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the short dude who will throw head kicks at very tall guys who he he's undersized against but he's still in the division okay cool yeah. this guy
1: <laughs> I was glad my boy Timmy Big Dick pulled that out <laughs> yeah. because I love Timmy me big dick mustache hall of fame but yeah, yeah like uh yeah man all right i'll um i'll start with my kodo division okay. so i had nine guys i think have really good tattoos and I'll, they're they're just kind of in mixed up order i don't think any of these are like the best actually i'll, I'll say it eddie wineland has the best tattoos in mma i think eddie wineland has really really dope tattoos um, Kid Yamamoto has really dope ones too. It's one oh, of those yeah. two. Yeah, like, one yeah, of those yep, two dudes yep. has the best tattoos. Like those tattoos are really good. Uh, Alessio Sakara has really good tattoos. I think. I right. think they're they're good. Um, I dig the Showtime tattoos. I saw Pettis on both lists. I will say um, Pettis is falling into the stereotype of our Hispanic brothers and sisters of getting the portraits of his his family members. You yeah, know, right, like right, right. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he drives a truck with the Virgin Mary like in an and an Aztec headdress with her titties out. Can you didn't um, make your number five, though? No, no, no. I, I I didn't really put them into order. I figured you'd have the top five. I'll just throw mine in where they get in. Um, but, yeah, I like Benson Henderson's tattoos. Okay. I like Benson's tattoos. Uh, I like Barral's tattoos. I think those are pretty decent. Shane Carwin had that cool sleeve. His tattoos weren't that cool, but like compared to like how much of a dork and a weirdo and like mm-hmm. a just asshole Shane Carwin was, his tattoos weren't bad. Uh, Tiago Alves has some good tattoos. Well, just to stop you for a second because I don't want to step on the other people's uh, mentions
0: yeah. and stuff and yeah. touch on. But if you had to maybe uh, pick a number five from that section, it will kind of go. Okay, from so there. my, my <laughs> fifth th- th- best. Really could if you were, right, or or, right. or worse or whichever whichever you feel would be. Would okay, be if I'm gonna top go, five I mean,
1: let me, go okay. let me go fifth worst. Let me go fifth worst here. Right. I, for fifth worst, I'm gonna throw Kane Velasquez in there for the Brown okay. Pride tattoo. I feel like best too, so it's probably good okay. you work this cool. way, so that's yeah. yeah. the same Let's, let's do good. it. Okay. So yeah. That's a good one. Expand that's a bad on. one. I'll, let you, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll like, let you touch on this one, man. Please. Like, besides the whole, like, white privilege argument of, like, you couldn't put white power on your chest, it's just weird with his whole vibe. Like, he never talks about it either. It's like, it's a fairly strong statement for such a milquetoast dude, and then, like, the fact that he never talks about it is kind of weird. Um, But yeah, I mean, I feel like Cain Velasquez was probably a member of a Hispanic fraternity, possibly... Um, he's definitely has like danced to some like uh, like Larosa music. Like he definitely probably loves some Chapo. Um, but you know he doesn't give us to that. Like I think if I were Cain Velasquez, I would embrace that and become the like super Hispanic dude. Like he needs to be out there like coming out to the chavo, like the super like the Mexican like cortades or the or the or the corazones, the songs about the Mexican drug dealers. Like any of the songs about El Chapo coming out to those would be dope. Um, you know the Brown Pride thing. It's weird. I Me mean, it's weird because take away the racial element it's a very strong statement from a very milk toast dude. Like to yeah, me, the yeah. juxtaposition is just always shocking when I see him and I see that tattoo because that dude goes so far out of his way to not say anything ever, except when he's trying to pull out of a fight and he tells people that he like did CBD oil and like had back surgery.
0: And again, and again, I could, uh, you know, and again, I I, I had bad tattoos, so I, I, I can sympathize and you could tell it's definitely something along the lines of not being proud of, of especially as he's gotten to a bigger yes. level. And right. I, I get that. Like not, that happened
1: one but- night when he was with his like uh when he was with his like DBZ brothers right, right. and they were like they were like we're either gonna brand you or you gotta like get the brown bride on the
0: psychological note I think it's that whole issue of are you there's that are you Mexican are you not real Mexican factor that you probably grew up with from right. being a transplant there's those kind of issues there and then also as you know as a, as a, as a, as a Asian American or anything American minority right. American I should say right I get I definitely understand that when you're in institutionalized more parts of society academia more established more old school parts of society and um, if you were you know, like you said maybe maybe not running with the gangs like you said right. but if you're amongst that culture and you're already having maybe issues there this is a super deep speculation speculative. Psychological profile. So forgive me, but you have to imagine now you're in the fraternity scene. Right. You know, That's that what I'm predominantly thinking. Right? White. Yeah. So it, you're just kind of caught in between. two like, To worlds. me, it smells like a fraternity. You want to make a thing. statement. You're, like, a totally like yeah. a you're a young guy it makes bad. You're a young dude who makes bad. Mm-hmm. You have your full testosterone, yep. obviously. And you're in Arizona. I get it. I
1: you're get in it. Arizona, where you're like being discriminated right. against because Arizona is super racist. Yes. Like, yep. I guarantee that happened Absolutely. in college, and it happened like with some like other Mexican dudes who were like, "Bro, we got to represent." You know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'll throw that at number five. No,
0: good, 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 number five, man. Um, my number four again, because we're going to work from a negative. We'll finish on a positive yep, note. We'll go back I, I, I like that we're on ones, that page. Yeah. And, and sticking with the crayon here, um, you give a four year old a crayon and say design a tattoo, um, he's going to design this tattoo at least if that four year old loves jujitsu. That's right. Honey Jason, baby. Oh, I could not. He was one, one. of the that's first ones one. that popped in my yep. head when this list that's came about. Yeah. And the Honey Jason Jiu-Jitsu. Like, and it's just this, the, the back, the boldness, the Ooh. very simple yeah. that almost looks like an uneven paintbrush is what they use for the needle. I mean, you, you yep. got a 12 needle that, that actually, you know, went even on you, my friend. He looked like he had a, a 36 retarded needle. Pardon my use of the R word there that went just through and just drove Jiu-Jitsu in the back of his back.
1: I know, you can't say retarded anymore, huh? You can't say anything, I've said it a couple times on here. No no one's complained about it. No one complains, but I mean, like, it's just, yeah, like, I don't know. It's weird. Okay, my number four, um, Conor McGregor. And okay. the only reason I'm putting Conor on here is because of the swagger jacking. Conor McGregor is a habitual swagger jacker. If you Google Conor McGregor model he copied from, you will find a picture of this, like, Icelandic model that Conor McGregor literally copied his tattoos and his haircut from. Now we can go even further. At the UFC 205 press conference, That's Conor good. McGregor showed up in a mink coat Copying Joe Frazier from the first thriller, uh, from the first Ali fight. We go even further, Conor McGregor's now making videos puffing out smoke like Nate Diaz. Conor McGregor is a habitual swagger jacker. Conor McGregor Doesn't really have a personality That's why he's like cobbled together Conor McGregor is what is me I don't really I'm not really good at creating my own shit But I'm good at recognizing shit that's cool and copying it Like when I was a kid in high school And I wanted to get laid I looked at the dudes who were getting laid And I copied their Volcom and their haircuts And all that shit And then I was getting laid right Like that's what Conor McGregor has done but that's not why he's on the list. I just wanted to make that point. Why he's on the list is because this motherfucker got a tattoo that covers his belly button. That is weird as shit, man. That is weird, dude. That yeah, is really, yeah. really weird s- placement. Symmetry kind of a guy. It's I very strange, that, man. Yes, like Google yes. that like whatever, like the is it a panther? I'll
0: defend his other tattoos. His other tattoos are alright. The one on that, his hands, yes,
1: good, I'm but that, that one that's covering one, yes. the belly button. That one is a really, really bad tattoo, and it's really weird that he tattooed over his belly button.
0: And I'm somebody that says that I'll forgive quality art for placement, choice, and these other checkbox areas, but that is, like you said to your point, such a weird spot that it takes away from the quality of art. Absolutely. It's not a bad tattoo. Like, like, it's a pretty
1: tattoo. It's just, why did you put it there? Also, like, shout out to the other, like, belly button tattoo dudes. Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Joe Riggs. Yes, um, yes. Why are you putting tattoos around your belly button, dude? Like, that's sexy on women. It ain't a good, good look on dudes. Joe Riggs
0: doubled down on his belly button, oh, he did. too. He absolutely yeah, did. Yeah, Yeah, Diesel, he, he doubled down.
1: He doubled I think he was hoping for that, like, Diesel Jeans endorsement, and it just never happened.
0: That's what I was thinking, too. Mm-hmm. That's you said that. Well, speaking of jeans, actually, that's not even a segment at all. We're going to just fill up our drinks. How about that segment? And we're going to come back with the top three Bad tattoos to finish off our list and we will get to yours as well right here on the Protect Your Net Podcast.
1: Cucarachas enojadas.
0: right here on the Protect Your Neck Podcast with Dan Tom, your host, and special guest, John Lee at John's Crazy Life, as we are doing top five most memorable tattoos in MMA. Uh, we are on number three, my friend, so in the spirit of keeping things, uh,
1: you know, friendly, uh, why don't you go and get, keep kicking us off here? Sounds good. All right, so for you to understand why this tattoo is my number three, it's important for me to, under, to, for me to first state that I do not like Star Wars. Okay. I am not a Star Wars fan. So my number three tattoo is John Moraga, who literally has a Star Wars logo on his back underneath the giant Moraga that's tattooed over it. He literally has, <laughs> yes. like, an Empire logo. Like, I don't know exactly what logo it is, but yeah, I don't looks Star Wars. Yeah, me too. Star it looks Wars, like, it. It looks like, what it, looks like. It? I don't know if it's exactly that, but, I, like, that's what it looks like to me. Every single time I see it, I go, oh, he's got a Jedi logo on his back. I like Star Wars,
0: yeah. but I'm not, like, a nut to where yeah. I can... But that's that's my that's, visualization, I mean, like, too. That's, that's, that's my literally what I see.
1: Like, to me, that's a... Like, maybe it's his own logo. Like, maybe the, like, I see that, and I go, oh, giant Star Wars tattoo. So you're and saying that gangbangers
0: from Maryville aren't Star Wars fans?
1: I don't believe so. No, I, no. I find that there, are, like, there's a clear delineation between Star Wars fans and non-Star Wars fans because I generally don't really fuck with Star Wars fans in my like real life. Like, shout out to Steffi Hayes, who's one of the only Star Wars fans I can tolerate. Um, but yeah, I find that. There's a really good, like, episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother that is, like, unintentionally, like, shows you how lame Star Wars fans are, where Ted, like, wants his fiancée to watch Star Wars, and she's, like, not into it, and he takes it as, like, this big dramatic thing, because that's how Star Wars people are. They're like, oh my god, you don't like Star Wars? You're a terrible person! (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, bro, they're just bad movies, man. Like, I don't... Dude, I don't now know. I'm curious.
0: Is John Morago... That would be the craziest dichotomy as man, far as like, be, fighters man. go.
1: Like, like weird, gangster
0: from Maryvale, right? Star Wars fan? And he's like a Star Wars fan. I don't know. That's gotta be top five, like, dichotomy of a fighter right there. It's a weird wow. one, right? That it's a is. weird one, yeah. All right, well, my number three is more of an obvious chalk pick, um... I and mean, I don't want to make fun of this guy because, you know, I'm one of those guys that I like weird fighters, as y'all probably getting to know. And I'm, if not maybe liking weird fighters, I'm one of those guys that can pull positives from anybody's style. But long have I said there's been something off about this guy. In fact, this fighter, I, I specifically compared him. I said he is essentially the Matt Damon doll in Team America to MMA. And his most recent tattoo, I think, only proves that fact. Yes, I'm talking about Darren, Darren Elkins. the damage Elkins. Yes, metham. And it <laughs> was, and I love Darren Elkins so much, but it's like. There is seriously some damage going on there because, you know, like, when he's doing his post-fight, like, it's such an emotional thing for that, that back. Amazing yep. fight, right? Amazing. Amazing comeback yep. guy
1: takes a hellacious beating. I, I walked into 209, right as the, where is he landed that head okay. kick. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh amazing God. moment.
0: And with what everything he endured, he had every right to sound like a massive, yep. <laughs> but the thing with Darren Elkins, and God bless him. He always sounds like that. Always, That's the thing. Like always. You could have done that same interview yep. before the fight started. Darren Elkins would have sounded the same yep. way. Like we – I was actually on MMA Junkie a Radio the Monday after that fight. Yep. And he called in that Monday after. And I'm just replaying that moment in my head how beautiful it was. I'm like, this is cool. Darren Elkins is going to come, come on the radio. And uh, – he literally sounds the same, if not worse, than his post fight interviews. Like, I should. And he's just like, oh my god, Darren.
1: Sucks. Bektik <laughs> has that chin, man. Because Bektik is <sighs> such a stud, and just like that's gonna be his something fatal to flaw, man. Something to watch. I don't even it. think it's something to watch, man. I think he's in Corey Anderson yeah. territory. And we've seen him Chaz say it before. Chaz knocked him out with that it's knee, true. bro. Yeah. It was an illegal yeah. knee, but he was knocked out. I agree. Like, The, the I agree. two hardest shots he's taken in his career have, have finished him. You know, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty out on Bektik as a prospect. It's just true. Too flimsy. Rest- I mean, I, I'm a big fan. Of El- Corey Elkins Anderson, and, man,
0: and and, and Skelly, by the way, but you're right. Two flimsy wrestlers kind of testing that chin. You know, it's weird. not That's like weird. it's not
1: like he's fighting power hitters, man. He's not fighting the hitters, as Nick Yet. Diaz would say. Yeah. And those dudes are gonna put it put it on him, and I and mean those like dudes are coming. like Max, like I mean you're you're at the top of 145. You're talking about Aldo. You're talking about Max. You're talking about um, Edgar. You're talking about. You know, dudes who will put hands on you Absolutely. in a serious way, and I don't think Bechtick has the chin for it. But yeah, that Absolutely. was that was a sad one. Yeah, I stayed away from that fight, and I hope me you too. all did too. Because no, I, too. even though I picked Bechtick, I'm like, you know, I almost took, I almost took the Elkins pick once it got to like plus 500 or whatever. It was ridiculous. But I was me like, too. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't need to throw money on like Why am I chasing that? You know. And then I was mad. I was trying to be extra
0: conservative that card, too. from what I remember. So yep. I didn't me even too. same do, thing. Usually, I think
1: usually I'll throw. It from I think fire, I only right? bet overs. I think I bet yeah. the Henrique over and the Hunt over over but and there's always at
0: least that one overpriced underdog on a card so I don't blame anybody yeah. um for fundays oh, no. no, or Oh no, I, I, I for, totally for anyone who I get
1: took Elkins, it. like get it. That, that was a that was a crazy line because there were no safe picks that card no, so everyone true. just made Bactic into the safe pick even though he was fighting a top 15 dude. That, I remember
0: saying that even you on know? this podcast where yeah. I was like listen guys this is going to be a tough fight yeah. for him like don't I'm not counting on this no. as the fight that he wins even though I'm picking him to win I'm counting on this as the fight he gets nested. and it was the fight 700 that
1: was one of the crazier lines that I've ever seen
0: even got opened high but uh it was get, crazy yeah. we'll jump to uh number two do you have that one on hand my, friend? my number
1: two i'm gonna go uh a little uh surprising probably be okay. this guy is more of a volume shooter in terms of his bad tattoos and that is cub swanson cub swanson has a lot of bad tattoos some of them aren't that bad but like they're all socal themed like we get it bro you're from southern <laughs> california we understand like we we get it like you have palm trees and it says socal and like Swanson, like, he's really just hitting, like, all of the, like, desert rat, like, stereotypes, right? Like, I I went to college, my, my roommate in college was from Coachella, so I spent a lot of time out in the desert, like, over there where he's from, and, like, dude... Every fucking parking lot, like, yeah. is full of dudes who look like Cub Swanson and Coachella. Oh, yeah. So I grew up in Vegas here, so like
0: we had like even worse variations mm-hmm. of the people who wanted to be those dudes. Mm-hmm. So like I definitely give some forgiveness, but you're absolutely right. He does come from that heart of us. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> he's,
1: he's, he's from like the Coachella like Valley, and it's it's obvious in those tattoos. So he's my number two. That is a classic one,
0: and I guess um, my number two is also a classic one. Um, if this was strictly bad tattoos, this would be my number one, hence why it's number two. And it's it's too obvious for someone who loves to do the hipster choices like me, but I couldn't help it, man. Um, as so, By the way, part of the reason why I'm picking him is because I'm honestly, uh, even when he was fighting, I'm, I was a big fan of this guy and, and waved his flag as far as a contender. Um, and that's Alan Belcher and yeah. the Johnny Cash tattoo, yeah. right there. That is
1: it, like, when you like think of, like if there was a dictionary definition for bad MMA tattoos, that's the one. Because it does, up, doesn't right? even look anything like Johnny Cash, and it's just like.
0: Yeah. And, and shout outs to my buddy uh, Aaron Fisher, Fish, a uh, normal caller of the MMA Junkie Radio Show. He posted a picture in one of the threads I posted for this podcast, yeah. and it was a. Uh, the Alan Belcher when he just got the tattoo and his, his oh, shirt. Oh, I've shirt seen that picture. And then yes. the Johnny Cash where they reported yes. the tattoo and Correct. the actual picture is yep. based off yep. of.
1: And it just – it really hits it home to where like, yeah, this is how bad <laughs> that tattoo was. So speaking of like just really historically bad tattoos, these aren't on my list, but I'll just throw these out. Okay. Melvin Costa – Um, both the racist, both the racist, like like Iron Eagle tattoo and the, I have a small penis tattoo. Like, I don't know if he's like a troll or like, if he's just like that, he doubled down though. He doubled down. And he has a tattoo on the back of his head too. Like he has the, like the skull tattoo, like the, the Beijing, like the fucking like, like colored in skull. Um, and then the other one is Shad Smith, who got Tap Out tattooed on him. Yes. And then, like, didn't even get a sponsorship. And there was another dude who got so Cage bad. Rage tattooed on him. I can't remember his name. I think it was, yes, like, Joe I Barry or, or something my, like yeah. that. but. Yeah, that dude, like, don't tattoo your sponsors Good. onto you. Like, These aren't on any honorable mentions lists
0: of mine or the listeners, so I'm glad you brought those up. They're very yeah. obscure ones. But PSA. You do research don't on this, tattoo yeah, your you sponsors onto
1: you. Absolutely. That reminds me of when I almost got a Jordan tattoo, like a Jumpman. I was wow. considering, like, getting a Jumpman and, like, a Jordan brand tattoo on, like, the back of my neck, and I then I then I saw Michael Jordan in a casino be super rude to people, and I didn't do it.
0: Nice. I've so, heard that. Yeah. I've heard many of those stories. Oh, he's the, worst. oh
1: he's, the worst. No, he's the worst. No, I grew up with, like, a shrine of Michael Jordan, and like I saw him once in person and it like ruined all of it for me yeah I heard he's like the most hardest person he's to the worst. With. yeah he's awful was <laughs> well, it like a famous chameleon air story where like chameleon so air was like a famous rapper like at the height of his things and chameleon air like wanted to take a picture with michael jordan and michael jordan like cussed him out and told him like he's not taking pictures with any dudes <laughs> yeah. wow yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've heard – that's why I don't want to yeah, – my favorite basketball player, Scottie Pippen, because I heard he's – a. I heard him described as – and I knew the the, the uh, Weintraub. Uh, he was a doctor. My nose and throat third doctor yeah. out here, and he used to be mm-hmm. the doctor for the Chicago Bulls. I don't know if we had this conversation in our last one. I but think we did, yeah. One thing, yeah, one of the things he told me was that he said Pippen actually did surprisingly well on yeah. the one-on-one practices and one-on-one goes, just kind of yeah. down low. I'll, that's all I'll say kind of a thing. But one of the things he did say, which kind of made me not want to ask anymore about my beloved favorite player, was that – he was a man's man. If he knew he was a kind of steak, I like my women, and you don't argue
1: with. Well, there's like kind the of famous I'm Madonna. Like, oh, okay, I don't want to like ask a, anymore. <laughs> have you heard the famous Madonna story with Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. So like Michael Jordan was like after Madonna in like I believe it was the summer of ninety one ninety two. Yeah, yeah yes, yes. maybe the listeners have it, but yeah, it's a funny story, right? So he was after Madonna, yeah. like sending bouquets, like sending flowers, like saying, "Yeah, you, you want you want a good time," and she consistently was like. She consistently was sending limos for Scottie Pippen. She was <laughs> like, nah. She was like, nah, Scotty has what I want. And Michael Jordan was like, Give me one night with oh you. Like, shit. give me one night, I'll change your mind. And and she like oh sent him like shit. Scottie Pippen's dick measurements. And was like, Do you match these? No, then I don't want to hear it. The dude had a
0: killer wingspan.
1: I mean, you yeah. walked into the But
0: Could you imagine if you walked into the United Center and instead of that like fan friendly right. Scotty
1: Pippen wingspan? It was, you just, it was like the, mo- the Madonna dittles. version? Yeah. Well, like, but, but but I mean, Scottie <laughs> Pippen did get his girl stolen by future and then took her back and somehow made her the victim that's my favorite story of 2017 because oh i love future in oh. a way that like i've never loved an artist besides prince and future stole his girl and then that's awesome somehow like <laughs> larsa pippen went back to scotty pippen and somehow she's still the victim i don't it, it, like larsa pippen's a fucking ninja man i don't know how she made that happen
0: that is weird but i do understand um uh you rooting for someone in that context because i'll be honest i didn't i i didn't know the, the full I, I heard that but i Maybe I didn't hear. It from him. I thought it was a different name or something. But you telling me that is a Scotty Pippen fan. made me just all kinds of. Yeah, happy you right were now. stoked. No, that no that's, was a very, funny. that's a very. That's a very MMA story. Wow, no, that's, that's a, that, or not MMA basketball. basketball yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's just um, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All so, right. right, well, let's 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 continue the good notes okay. and end on a good note with our with our number ones, my all friend. Right. All
1: right, I will go first. Ah, uh, really nice lady. Um, you know, South Carolina, stand up. I lived in South Carolina for a while. Um, and besides producing fictional uh kickboxing championships for the Wonder Man, it's a great state. Um, but unfortunately this lady has a really, really bad tattoo, and that is Sarah McMahon and her awful lion with two noses back tattoo. <laughs> oh, no. Um I feel like this is Alan Belcher-esque, and it doesn't get anywhere near the like acclaim. But if you Google Sarah McMahon back tattoo, you will see a purple, like If you ever went into, like, a hot topic in the late 90s, early 2000s, it's probably, like, a tapestry in there with a wizard and a lion and, like, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe, maybe? I don't fucking know, man. Um, But that shit is terrible. And I feel bad because Sarah McMahon seems like the nicest lady in the world. Um, but you you gotta laser that shit off, man. Like that shit's just unredeemable. Like it literally has two noses. The lion has one nose on one side of its face and another nose on the other side of its face. And I don't think that was on purpose. I think the artist was just like I think Sarah McMahon probably dated a tattoo artist and he was like, No, I'll take care of you. Like Or maybe she went to one of those sketchy like tattoo parties. I don't know if you ever were like in Vegas when like those sketchy tattoo parties were a thing. I've heard of those things, that I've never They're like, heard of like, Oh we'll get a tattoo, like artist in a room and you'll just come by and get tattooed. Just give us like a hundred bucks, and like it's literally how you get like uh, hepatitis C the silent killer but maybe that's how it happened Um, but that is a bad tattoo that would be my number one Well,
0: the hipster me is lucy on that choice because as far as bad tattoos go and and, you know the quiet sensibility (laughs) choice that's definitely up there Um, and and again I I feel it too I feel bad I mean I don't know if you watch that that Hurt Business on Netflix but I watched that I watched it, Okay, yeah. I watched that, and it made yeah. me... Oh, man, it made me uh, more, I was already a fan of her. I really like her, actually. Me I think too, she comes yeah. off really but, well oh every time God, I She see made her. me much more of a fan of... But watch The Hurt yeah. Business, if you haven't heard that. Uh, my buddy out. goes, maybe watch that before I recorded the... Uh, yeah. top, top five kick hails with him. We talked about it. And Sarah McMahon is just is really – That one's like a lot in Albuquerque, really,
1: right? It's everywhere. And yeah. she's one of the main okay. stories they
0: follow. And her story
1: is really touching, me. A lot of weird stuff coming it's out of Albuquerque It's super touching, yeah. Right. Right. A lot now. of weird stuff, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of interesting John Jones things bubbling that you will probably hear about pretty soon. So I hear – again, I with, with
0: the McGregor stuff, I'm so numb to it. Like I'm just like I should know these things and then I don't. Kind of a thing? Like,
1: yeah. Or, Check out my dude, uh, Dave's MMA Briefs, if you want to kind of okay. get a feel for what's happening in Albuquerque. On Twitter? Uh, yeah, on, on Twitter, at Dave's MMA brief. Shout out to David Rodriguez and the MMA Advocates. They're they're out here, man. Nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, um,
0: my number one, to kind of end on a positive note, you kind of touched on it a bit earlier, but, man, if I want to talk about, like, iterations of tattoos and you know kind of building upon your tattoos and still having the final product look good I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Kid Yamamoto, yeah, which you briefly right, touched about, great. man. They're it's really—I mean, man. you want to talk they're about? Really we talked about, you know, the, yeah. the Mark Hunt. We touched briefly touched on, and if that one, I really like the working of negative space yeah. into a tattoo. I'm mean, kind of using a little bit of artistic terms there for the listeners, but um, this kind of does a little bit of that, plus the jump out stuff. And what's cool is what I give props on is that you know I'm mainly talking about his chest piece. I've got yeah. a lotus on my elbow, yep. and he's got a kind of similar lotus yeah. on his. Oh, his uh,
1: really good
0: chest. But the cool part is there's a lot of blackout cover up involved yep. in the piece and usually cover-ups a bad sign yeah, first of all if you're a white dude in yep. this cover up my first thought is derek vineyard like yep. is there a swastika in there? yeah there's totally there. Right? Like, i'm immediately yep. like yep. like i'm not jewish but yep. My, yep. I, 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 I my I'm, butthole clenches I'm, for the jews hey, i'm, so I'm like all right uh, I a, should i, I worry that's a legit and maybe you know the japanese like kid yamamoto probably doesn't have to worry about those accusations probably not
1: but still like you always think cover-ups are going to be
0: worse yeah and his is again not only was it good um we're, we've obviously, obviously – we're, we're, we're hopefully you're not taking this too seriously. But, yes, we've been a bit brutal to people. And even on this
1: list, Kid Yamamoto for both of us yeah, ranks man. on the top. So that Absolutely. says something. He's, he's got really good tattoos. Um, you know, I, I've got a couple I just want to like touch on briefly. Um, I think Frankie Edgar, his tattoos aren't great, but they're really on brand for him being the world's smallest Guido. Like I feel like they're on brand, <laughs> the so I like it. Um, I don't think we can get him to change his nickname for that one. No, I'd, li- I'd like to. I mean he's still no, Alan right. Iverson's nickname. Like, really? Like, I don't know. There's a very famous answer. That's I'm an true. Allen Iverson apologist, though, so, like, I'll <laughs> yeah. find any reason. Um, Paulo Filo, when he got the Mike Tyson face tattoo, that was, like, that was, like, the, like, outward manifestation of a mental breakdown. I feel like that should be, that should be mentioned. Uh, Vanderlei Silva having his own logo tattooed on him I feel like is a, is a, is a high-level narcissism move that we should not um, let go untalked about. Uh, Brock Lesnar and the penis sword right like that's 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 one you know um we can go to submissions and transitions in a second um but yeah and then and then just in general the dudes who have too many tattoos like andre feely cody garbrandt i don't even know if you guys have good tattoos because you have so many i can't even fucking tell bro i left those guys off my list i literally don't even know like i don't know because there's so many there that like I, i don't have the time to comb through your tattoos to tell you if they're good or not no, no, absolutely. I, I, that's actually why I like that
0: because that's actually why I kept those guys off my yeah, list. Yeah, because I don't
1: know. I, they, some of them are good, some of them are bad. You have like a million of them. I don't know.
0: Well, this is, we'll go to, like you just actually just touched on submissions and transition. Well, let's comment on the listeners' list. Okay. Because uh, with 140 characters, sometimes they can't always comment yep. on it like we can. Absolutely. So, for participating, we'll uh, give them their due and shout them absolutely. out. But also, let's touch on this because a lot of the ones you're mentioning are golden, man. They're right. fucking golden, Sounds good. And uh, I, think, I think this would be a good conversation. First, let me just get one out of the way. Um shout out to my mma junkies uh junkie nation is you know mma junkie radio has been doing stuff for a decade and uh you know he's calling the show back in the day again I'm, I'm just i'm like i'm like y'all i mean i may have been doing martial arts all my life and you know i may work in the media now but as far as mma goes i'm like y'all i'm a fan all right like i'm not making no qualms about it yeah. and uh these are some of the most hardcore longest lasting fans in, in the mma space if you really do your knowledge i mean right next to the underground is junkie nation and uh Kimbrella Willis, aka Vegas Kim, uh, over there. She she has a junk, a, a Junkie Nation tattoo. But um, uh, my buddy Gabe Killian over at Odds Breaker here's his top five for okay. for 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 the for for the tattoos. Brock Lesnar, he yep. just said that. Penis yep, sword, absolutely yep. the top of his list. Next is. Uh, extreme Couture guy, you know, so... Also, of I one of the most, them, but- like,
1: blowhard explanations of a tattoo ever, oh, yes, like, when yes. Brock Lesnar's like, well, I just felt like the sword was at my neck. Really, bro? Because you've been a peak athlete who makes millions of dollars for, like, 15 years. <laughs> That's like, great Everything yes. you do, you're good at, really, yes. but you have the sword to your neck? I don't know about that one. Um,
0: I can't go too hard on this guy, not just because he's Extreme Couture, but he's given me clothes and hand wraps before, but Gray Maynard also makes his list.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the Gray Maynard one, I feel like, is 50-50, because I like the dice on his chest But he has the tant- Tramp stamp And that's right? always
0: No matter what, how good The tattoo There's is just, If it's a tramp it's stamp good, it's a tramp And, and stamp especially and as a high.
1: male Like yeah Yeah you're gonna Open yourself up But I, up I do like His sure. dice tattoo I don't yeah, think Those I don't are really bad tattoos those. I I've
0: seen him yeah. on two lists, and one of them was for the dice. I'm like, hey, if you want to put him on the tramp stamp, I'll give you that. But and also, dice, like, so Frankie's
1: bad. my favorite fighter, and Frankie broke that dude, so I feel like it's just stomping on his grave to, oh like, my. do anything else. Well, you know, I, I'm a little biased toward what so we'll leave it at that.
0: Tony Ferguson, I mean, I think maybe it's for the, the wings, I guess he's talking about for Ferguson.
1: Oh, um... Yeah, I mean, Ferguson's a crazy person. Like, I, I'm surprised Ferguson doesn't have worse tattoos, to be honest. Like, I'm surprised Ferguson doesn't have, like, himself fucking a chicken or something. Well, you could tell Gabe
0: was on the wing thing because his
1: next one under that is Benson, Benson? Henderson. Yeah, See, I disagree. I think Benson's wings are cool. Like, I once wanted wings until I realized it was, like, really, really cliché. I don't, um, think, I don't think he's on the list, but what, since we're on wings, what do you think of Holloway's wings? I like, like? A, I, a like again, like you've you've hit on my like one ratchet tattoo thing that I really like. Okay, like, yeah. I like the wings. Like I'm I'm into the wings. Maybe, maybe, um, because, maybe because I also am like I mean. I think Max is super special, so I'm not really here for criticizing Max on anything. Uh, well, I like him, and He's a one, So again, yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm like you're not you're not going to get a lot there. of like traction trying to criticize yep. Max without That's the, the two of that. us. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> we, we got people seconding me on the Johnny Cash, someone seconding yep. me on the Anthony Absolutely. Pettis, uh, Gleason T-Bow. You know, I will say about okay. t I think okay. this is a well done trial I don't because think they're bad. Yeah, I think they're bad. The I kind of like them. Yeah, I think symmetry of anti-McGregor. Yep. T-Bow was the opposite of that because whether you like right. that kind of tattoo or not, it's symmetrical. It's well – yeah, it it's well it's done.
1: done. Yeah, I mean I think that like – like some tattoos some tattoos are just subjective, right? Like right. I'm not a big tribal dude like unless you're Julian the porn star because that – he was like the OG of that. Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't get a tribal tattoo, but if it's well done, whatever, man. All right. right. Now, Though I will say Tim Sylvia's tribal tattoo, oh, that shouldn't—that should that, that's Awful. in the GSP list of, like, why Awful. do you have a tattoo, bro? I
0: got a tribal one coming up in my a mentions if no one gets to it here. But uh, John John Rico said the Gleason t Bow. He also said Alessio Sicaras. I don't know if you touched on that. Yeah, I
1: like, I like Alessio. He's got yeah. some quality yeah, I work. Think he, um, I think
0: his are good, yeah. Aaron Menard, who's um, shout out to Aaron. Uh, congratulations on your engagement recently. Aaron's a judge in, MMA judge in oh, and nice. Texas. Uh, good dude as well. Uh, nice. Another. Uh, Junkie Nation, remember, like me, came up as a fan and said, hey, you know what, I want to participate in this damn thing that we love so much, and he's doing so. He also said Ensign in a way, and Ensign's got a lot, so oh, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to pick something off the top of my head. I don't know if anything's jumping out to you, Um Kate Tromley. Oh, yeah. Darren. Darren Elk is memorable. Yeah. Not in a good way. Yep. I'm with not, you, Kate. Not in the positive. Marcel Woodard. Um, Chuck's head tattoo, which will be kind of touched on in a group, in a different one, in one coming up here. Um, speaking of head tattoos. That one's ju- like kind. Yeah, that one, I don't know. Like, I, I don't Chuck know pulls is it a off. a classic, yeah. but like it's a classic head tattoo. Chuck pulls it off. But another classic Chuck Chuck Liddell has
1: been mean to me on four separate non-consecutive occasions, despite me like being friends with several of his friends. So that's fun. I never met that guy, so I can't say. Vanderlei head tattooed by uh,
0: uh, oh another one by by John John Rico, which I agree. He he's on my list for good tattoos here. Actually, it's Scott Jorgensen, man. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. You want to talk about color? I mean. uh, Yeah, And it, he has the vitiligo, too, which doesn't help, right? Yeah,
0: well, I yeah. think maybe it makes it more forgivable, whereas, like, you want to talk about second good color, but could be on bad tattoo, because it's just, it's so odd. as Sean O'Connell's chest piece. Oh, yeah. It's or Sean bright.
1: Jordan's. Why hasn't Sean Jordan, like, filled in his flag? Like, That's why do you weird. have a half-filled-in yeah. fa- yeah. tattoo, bro? Right, like, what? stop doing backflips and start, like, getting your tattoo finished.
0: One of my fast-rising favorite contributors to this podcast, and he's also, I believe, a fast-rising contributor to the Junkie Radio calling in, is uh, Oklahoma Knowles, a.k.a. Mike from Jersey. He has actually comments on his. You can tell he listens to the Protect Your Neck podcast, so I'm going to do him some justice here. He has. This this, this isn't coming from my list. I I missed this, and maybe you missed it too, but he says, Bigfoot Silva, the signature on the the chest and the foot on the back, right? That's a bad one. Um, You'll like this, because he kind of touched on this, but his take, he goes, Robbie Lawler. Yep, I don't even know what his tattoo is supposed to be. To be. I think, Matt, I think Matt
1: Brown has really bad <laughs> tattoos. I think Matt Brown has those like Mortal. I think Matt Brown has those like I'm like in jail. And I survived are, heroin. That's tattoos what his tattoos with, like, tell me. Ballpoint pens yeah. on me. Yeah, this
0: tattoo tells me his exact story, which exactly. is all you need to know. Which is yeah.
1: I survived heroin. Exactly. That's what you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Uh, uh, Lauren Murphy has some of those I survived heroin tattoos too. Yeah, there you go. Tra- oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, Alaska, the girdle guy. Can't mm-hmm. choose this. What a tough woman. Alright, Travis. Brown
0: um he, and, 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 uh, I like Mice Travis says, Brown. He goes, he I goes, think yeah.
1: Travis Brown has a dope leg tattoo. That yeah. tattoo is dope.
0: I like I like I like uh Jersey Mike's comment though. He goes, I knew I had watched most of his career as his Hawaiian Islands tattoo kept expanding. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> I like that one. I it's like no, that. Like, I don't really like me leg too.
1: tattoos on dudes, but I think that one's dope. Like, it is a good yeah, one. That one's
0: good. Uh yes, Michael Tieso simply love the tiger tattoo. I think okay. that's like a that's a okay. better tiger yeah. tattoo than yeah. uh, um it's McGregor's right. in
1: that sense of oh, yeah, placement. for Uh and then
0: he's Joe Rogan is. Sleeves are amazing pieces. Those are of those mark. are you can't hate yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, those might
1: be the best, best tattoos in the sport. Eddie Bravo has
0: good tattoos too. Here, here's one that I know you'll probably want to pontificate on. Um, Adam DJ Zoo says, "Come on, no one is going to mention John Fitch's ankle tattoo matches Ronda, which also kind of matches Valentina Shevchenko, and his GSP matching tattoo on his chest." I
1: mean, I thought I mentioned him. Like, you I did, put you him did, him, and, him and him GSP are the why do they have tattoos division? Like, it before why do those media. dudes have tattoos? Yeah. Like John Fitch, what are you doing? I mean. The ankle tattoo as a dude is weird. You know what's one of the weirdest sports tattoos in general? Do you know that Jay Gruden and uh, Chase Daniels have matching tattoos from their time at the University of Missouri? Yeah, these are They're they're, they're each other's initials. Like, Chase Daniels has a JG. Wish I knew how to quit you. And, and, I mean, right? Like, that's a weird tattoo, bro. I mean, like, no disrespect. Like, I have, like, good male friends, but I'm not tattooing another dude's initials on my body. Yeah. Well, um,
0: uh, this is another the last one here, the Air Minerda Tramp Stamp of Jason Brills. Do you recall that that one? I, I remember, do remember the that tramp one. Stamp. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah,
1: I thought it was like a tribal tramp stamp or something. Uh, he's another dude who, why do you have tattoos, Jason Brills? And you know who's another one? is Dominic Cruz. Like, really? Like, do you need to, like, the whole, like, tattooing your name on your back thing, I feel right. like is very strange in general. Like... Well, to, um... I think I I'm, I'm just gonna touch on just, just there's only a couple that I honestly didn't make that we haven't talked about yet. Uh Mike Perry's Mike Tyson, Bob, oh, Bobby Bobby yeah. Green's Bobby Green's Dragonhead. I mean Mike Perry though, like Mike Perry I legitimately think has autism. Like yeah. I legitimately think Mike Perry is autistic. Uh Keo, no shade Kimo <laughs> Leopoldo Jesus tattoo. Oh yeah, a that's a terrible. Yeah, that's that but, one.
0: But uh, before yeah. we get out of here, man, do you have any you wanna you wanna touch up on your list before we get out of here?
1: Uh let me think. Okay, so we got Sylvia, Cruz, Fitch, GSP on the not having tattoos. Uh, we got Costa, we got the Julie Browning one, we got the Beltran one, Moraga, I think we've basically touched on everything. I like Frank Mir's tattoos, I don't know if we've yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Frank Mir's actually on top my Frank Mir has for good, like, that good back tattoos. piece is yes. really nice. Yeah, I was going to give uh, a shout out to Frank Mir. Yeah, that, really, that really back piece tattoos. is really, really nice. Um, I remember there used to be a shirt with his back piece on it with, like, the samurais and shit, I had that shirt, it was like Jitsu or something, maybe like, five years ago. Um... I like Tiago Alves's tattoos. I think he's That's got some good, good tattoos, ones, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. pretty solid, pretty solid. Um Yeah, man, it's uh there's a lot of bad MMA tattoos. It seems like there are also a lot of MMA fighters who use their tat or use their bonuses on tattoos. Yes. Like if they win a fight bonus, or they then they show lose. up or if they lose, they then show up with a lot more tattoos. Um but yeah, oh Jeff Monson, he's got bad yeah, absolutely, tattoos. Absolutely. That's like another one. And he's also like got the anarchist tattoo. Yeah, like yep. yeah, like Jeff
0: Monson. Yeah, is- I was I on my he was on he was on my head too. I recently did a thing on him, but but yeah, again, man. I mean, again, here. Hopefully, you didn't take us too seriously. And in fact, I hope you were able to laugh along. I think this was a fun episode. MMA, yeah. yeah, because I mean, there's been lists like this before, but it's been a while since a lot of been updated. I think we got to encapsulate them all. Um, and I like to do these kind of episodes. We don't always have to do super technical or super serious top fives. Like we can do top, we can do fun ones too. So when you're using hashtag ProtectYourNeckPodcast to submit your submissions and transitions or top five episode ideas, you know, feel free to have fun with it. We can't take this MMA space too seriously, but um, I. Got to be honest, before we get out of here, John, give another plug where they can find you on Twitter, Sounds good. your YouTube channel,
1: everything you got going on. There. Absolutely, you can find me at John's Crazy Life, J-O-N-S Crazy Life. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the. Uh, you can find me on YouTube just 3026 Breakdown, and yeah, that's basically it. Check it out. I'm on here making uh, making jokes. I'm here for the jokes more than more than anything else with MMA because MMA lends itself to the absurd quite often well fuck yes my friend and like I said we need more um, intelligent
0: creative unabashed people not afraid to put their opinions on there whether people agree with them or not because that's the little space that's what makes it fun and I really appreciate what you're doing so please follow him at John's Crazy Life follow the podcast at the PYN podcast follow me at the MM Analyst for everything and all that coming through and uh, well you forgive my parlances I have to take a piss until next time protect your neck